is WATD. Hey, we're the number one FM station on the South Shore. We would have not seen anything bad then. <laughs> so where is WATD? We're located in Marshfield. Welcome aboard. This is award-winning Nautical Talk Radio, the number one nautical radio program. Where every week you hear what's happening in and on the ocean, in our region, and around the world. I'm Captain Lou, your host, and at the helm is Jesse. As we broadcast Nautical Talk Radio program number fourteen hundred. 57. Good Sunday morning, Jess. Good morning. Well, first, let's wish all the mothers listening out there a happy, happy Mother's Day. And Jess, do you have any uh, Mother's Day plans? i got to figure it out. i got to figure it out. So I'm probably going to swing by. Yep. Visit well, the old lady. And just then, be uh, safe. <laughs> go home and do something nice for the wife. Well, be safe and be careful. And uh, a lot of people are Zooming it these days, as you know. It's true. And amazingly, here it is, May 10th. And there was talk about a snowstorm hitting New York and New England because of the polar vortex. Remember that old polar vortex coming your way? Well, even if we do not see any snow here on the coast, we could still be close to setting the record for the coldest temperature, which I think is around 34 degrees. We'll check in with our meteorologist Mike Redden at the bottom of the hour to hear his latest forecast. And by the way, Massachusetts hasn't had any measurable snow in May since 2002, when up to three inches fell in the Berkshires and Boston area hasn't had any measurable snow in May since 1977. Well, last week, our guest was Mike Piedernock, the president of the Stellwagen Bank Charles, uh, the Stellwagen Bank Chatterboat Association, and I got so many emails from listeners about the information he provided about recreational charter boating in Massachusetts. I thought it would be worthy to repeat that interview on today's program. And also, in an attempt to uh, offer some diversity and entertainment, because you never know who you're going to meet when you're boating around the... the uh, Shoreline, especially in the old days. I thought it would be fun to hear from a folk singer, John Hall, whom I met and who's had several hit records over the years, and he also knows a little bit about charter boating in the Caribbean, so stay tuned for that. And uh, now let's uh, go right to the news, Just here's what's happening. I've got good news, and I've got bad news. Well, Boston Mayor Marty Walsh announced Friday that parades, festivals, and other events that call for large gatherings of people will not, will not take place in Boston this summer due to the coronavirus. Anyone who has a scheduled event that brings crowds of more than 10 people together, such as concerts, flag raisings, or road races should start making other plans. This obviously includes the 4th of July fireworks celebration and the Boston Pops Festival on the Charles River. However, the Pops, well, they're going to hold a televised and live-streamed Salute to Our Heroes performance on Saturday, July 4th to pay tribute to the frontline workers and honor those who have lost their lives to COVID-19. Well, there was a rare and majestic sight off Cape Cod on Wednesday afternoon. An enormous blue whale was spotted by the Center for Coastal Studies crew on a boat about 13 miles east of Truro. Blue whales are the largest animal on Earth. They're estimated to be only four to 600 Northwest Atlantic blue whales in the world. Now, the last documented sighting in the area was by the New England Aquarium back in February when researchers spotted two blue whales 130 miles offshore. 
There are sporadic sightings of them uh, off New England, but when they're seen, they're generally in very deep water, hundreds of miles offshore. Blue whales, they can grow up to 100 feet in length and weigh between 76 and 150 tons. In other nautical news, Legal Seafood has sued this insurance company over coverage for losses caused by the coronavirus pandemic. The Boston-based restaurant chain said its insurance company rejected its claim for damages under its business interruption policy. In its defense, the insurance company said the restaurant's policy was issued March 1st, well after it was known that the pandemic was in effect. And there were no exclusions for it in the policy. It was reported that Legal Seafood now operates 34 restaurants in Massachusetts, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. And people, despite COVID-19, they're still scamming. Can you believe it? A New Hampshire man was sentenced to over four years in federal prison for defrauding people out of thousands of dollars of lobster shipments and business projects that just never, never happened. He pled guilty to wire fraud before he was sentenced to jail this past Thursday. Four years in federal prison is facing him now. And last, last on today's nautical news, this past Sunday, hundreds of boaters paraded near President Trump Mar-a-Lago's resort. Wait a minute. President Trump's Mar-a-Lago resort in southern Florida, waving Trump flags and signs and praising the president. Trump responded on Twitter that he appreciated the work done by the nurses, doctors, and first responders during the war against this invisible enemy, and he promised to never let Americans down. Can you believe pink elephants on parade, Jesse? Look out, look out, pink elephants on parade, here they come, hippity-hoppity, they're here, and there are pink elephants everywhere. What an unusual view. I can stand the sight of worms and look at microscopic germs, but technicolor pachyderms is really too much for me. <laughs> I am not the type to faint when things are odd or things are quaint, but seeing things you know that ain't can certainly give you a lot. Well, of course, those elephants were symbolic for Republicans. You get it? Elephants, donkeys, donkeys for Democrats. You get it? Okay. I get it. All right. Well, this is your captain speaking. Thanks for turning us on. You better hold your course steady. We've got a lot more Nautical Talk Radio coming your way right here on WATD. Hi, I'm Jay Farner, CEO of Quicken Loans and Rocket Mortgage. During these challenging times, our commitment to providing you with the best mortgage experience remains. We understand that hardships may arise, and we're prepared to help. Mortgage rates remain near historic lows. If you think that now is the right time to refinance your mortgage... Our home loan experts are available to help 24 hours a day, 7 days a week at rocketmortgage.com. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing lender. Licensed in all 50 states. NMLSconsumeraccess.org, number 3030. With advanced auto parts, you can get the part you need from the comfort of your garage. We have a wide variety of parts in stock, and you can get them fast. Order online with Advanced Same Day and get your part with Same Day Pickup in-store, Same Day Curbside, or Same Day Delivery. It's the fastest way to get the part you need, where you need it, when you need it. Advance your auto at Advance Auto Parts and participate in CarQuest locations. See store for details. It's finally May. Grass is growing, birds are chirping, flowers are blooming, and ticks have returned to your backyard. Keep one step ahead of ticks this year with Noonan Tree and Landscape. Most cases of Lyme disease are transmitted from May through July. Now's the time to schedule your first tick application of the season with Noonan Tree and Landscape. They'll spray your entire yard and its wooded perimeter. And they offer both single and multiple application pricing. Call Noonan Tree and Landscape at 781-878-9898 to get a quote over the phone. Or ask the team to send an email with their affordable rates per the size of the yard. All products used by Noon and Tree and Landscape are safe for everyone in your family. Even the four-legged members. <coughs> Protect your family from Lyme disease and Triple E with the company that's been in the spraying business for over 30 years. Noon and Tree and Landscape. Call 781-878-9898 or find them on Facebook. Captain Brad White here, founder of New England Burials at Sea. 
Please meet a recent student we taught about best sea burial practices. Hi, I'm Cece. When I learned about New England burials at sea in a recent sea burial class at my college, I was intrigued. Finally, a different way to fulfill my own final wishes. To be in the ocean I love so much, allowing me to eventually travel the world's warm ocean currents forever. Pretty incredible if you ask me. I found New England Burials at Sea to be the leader and best experienced in sea burials for ash scattering and full body burials from coast to coast. Not just a guy's thing, as women love the ocean just as much. New England Burials at Sea is my personal choice for my final plan in life. Check us out online or give us a call today to learn more. Toll free, 877-897-7700 or visit NewEnglandBurialsAtSea.com. Again, 877-897-7700. NewEnglandBurialsAtSea.com. You own a boat. You had fun. Maybe too much fun because your prop's all dinged up and the shaft is bent. It's less expensive to repair your prop. To call the expert prop techs at New England Propeller. They've relocated from Boston to their Plymouth facility, and New England Propeller has convenient drop-off locations in the Boston area. New England Propeller is a certified member of the National Marine Propeller Association. Their experienced propeller techs use hail MRI propeller analysis and dynamic balancing to ensure the most accurate propeller repair. New England Propeller, the best in performance propellers for yachts and sport fishing vessels. They have one of the largest Michigan propeller inventories in the northeast count on new england propeller for expert propeller repair new england propeller in plymouth with convenient drop-off and pickup locations in boston email new england propeller neprop at aol.com or call 800-635-9504 800-635-9504 new england propeller in plymouth Bottoms Up has a whole new meaning to South Shore boaters. I'm speaking with Nick Armstrong. Bottoms Up detail, our name says it all. You start from the bottom of the boat, bottom painting, bottom systems, all the way up inside the cabin, shampooing. This is a big time of year for detailing, get the covers off, get them all cleaned up. Bottoms Up detail will come to you. Or you can visit us at 658 Plain Street, Route 139, Marshfield, behind Lucetti's. We're a mobile service company. We have five mobile trucks, and we service from Lake Winnipesaukee in New Hampshire down to Narragansett Bay. All my guys are all trained, uniformed, and fully insured. I feel like our trucks and the way my guys keep themselves and the way we present our shop is a direct reflection on how we try to take care of customers' cars and boats. Our website is www.bottomsupdetail.com. Phone number is 781-837-5500. Bottoms Up Detail, the mobile detailing specialist. Full service auto and boat detail. Good afternoon, Bottoms Up Detail. This is Nick speaking. How can I help you? Sitting in the morning sun. I'll be sitting when the evening comes. Watching the ships roll in. And then I'll watch them roll away again. Yeah. I'm sitting on the dock of the bay. Yeah. Well, let's lighten up the mood a little bit, uh, Jesse, with an interview I did with folk singer John Hall. Uh, I did it several years ago, and he's obviously he's had several hit records over the years, and he knows a little bit about chatterboating in the Caribbean. And, you know, John, when he asked me to give him some lessons on boat handling, I was so excited. I invited him down to the studio, and, well, let's go back years ago, uh, Jesse. I'm sure everybody's going to know his songs. John Hall. In the studio with me is a recording artist, John Hall, a multi-platinum recording artist, a man with five uh, gold hit songs, uh, Still the One, Dance With Me, Power. And that, that was performed, uh, Power was the hit song for the Anti-Nuke. It was the theme song of the No Nukes concerts and movie and record and so on, yeah. And Many a, ro- a protest rally, that song was sung. <laughs> you Can Dream of Me. And, and, oh, and what about Half Moon, which was recorded by Janis Joplin? Yeah, yeah. Did you know charged. Janis? I knew Janis, yeah. My wife, Johanna, who was a writer for the Village Voice in, uh, in New York City, uh, was interviewing her. She actually had written an article about Janice when she left Big Brother and the Holding Company and started uh, playing with the Cosmic Blues Band. And I think Johanna was probably the only critic who gave Janice a good review on that next record. So Janice asked to do an interview with her. And uh, they went out for lunch and talked and then went shopping and hung out. And then Janice came over to our apartment. And then every time she came to New York after that, she would come visit uh, our flat on the Lower East Side. And uh, one December, we were sitting around uh, singing blues versions of Christmas carols and jamming on this and that and I played her some some stuff that I had written 
music. I was a young man at the time, and I'd written music and lyrics, and the lyrics sounded to her like they were written by a young man. <laughs> and she said, she said to Johanna, you're a woman, you're a writer, why don't you write something with John and, and write me a song? So it was like a command performance for the Queen, or, or, <laughs> or a St. Janice, the patron saint of songwriters, as I like to think of her. Deep in the desert, I longed for the snow. Do you know what song that's from? It's your face every day but I never saw it till I went away winter came I just wanted to go deep in the desert I love oh. the snow you're still the one I want to take along Make me strong We're still having fun And you're still the one Still the one <laughs> What do you do first, the music or the lyrics? It can be any way I've done <laughs> both I mean, Dance With Me was the other way around There is no rule I think the only rule is you got to work at it I used to think it would just come hit you like lightning on the head, and sometimes it does, but if you want to have uh, anything resembling a career as a songwriter, you really have to work at it. You play other instruments besides the guitar. I read where you started playing the piano when you were only five years old. I started playing piano when I was five. I played the Marines hymn on the piano with both hands when I was five. My parents sent me to a piano teacher who stood me on the other side of the room and played notes and made me name them while I was looking the other direction. So I, I got pretty close to perfect pitch as a kid which has been distorted a little bit by playing guitar because I can tune in between the cracks with the guitar where with the <laughs> piano you can't really do that so but it, it definitely helped my ear and then I studied uh, French horn for six years and taught myself to play the guitar and drums and a few other things now when did you write still the one that was in 1976 and how, how many yeah, so songs how many records did you sell well uh, <laughs> it's, I know it's over a million but I, I'm not sure exactly because Record companies generally don't give very accurate statements. It's in the case of that record company, they didn't send any statements at all for about uh, 10 years or so. Oh, wow. So, you play with so many famous people. Seals and Crofts, Taj Mahal, Bonnie Wright, Jackson Brown, Little Feet, Kylie Simon. I mean, who didn't you play with? Uh, Aretha Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> and, of course, uh, uh, you wrote Half Moon, which we uh, said earlier, and that sold uh, almost 2 million copies since it's been released uh, by Janice. It's, it's, yeah, you know... It's a sad thing that when somebody dies, then all of a sudden their work sells even more than when they were alive. Mm. And I, you know, on one hand, I feel really blessed that we, you know, that Janice asked us to write that song, that she liked it, and that she recorded it. Uh, the other guy uh, who is the most influential, even though I mean, I'm playing an acoustic guitar now and it doesn't sound like this, but the guy who influenced my guitar playing probably more than anybody else was Jimi Hendrix, and he's somebody else who I, I wish we could hear today the kind of work he would do with the technology available. He did so much back then with nothing, with just a tape machine, you know, and an amplifier turned up to 10 and feeding back, you know, and now he would have all, you know, just imagine what he would do with samplers mm. and synthesizers and because that was all in the future at that point. So you started the uh, band Orleans in 1972 at a cafe up in Woodstock. I went to Europe. I was uh, playing with Santana, actually opening to Santana, backing up a woman named Karen Dalton, and we played all around Europe, uh, uh, some pretty big places, and Montreux, Switzerland, actually, Buddy Miles was on the show, too, and Karen Dalton refused to play because she didn't get a sound check. I mean, she never got a sound check, but this one time was the straw that broke the camel's back for her, so she walked out of the building and refused to play, and the promoter came downstairs to the dressing room and said to me, somebody's got to do a show because I got 10,000 people upstairs or whatever it was that are going to riot if they don't get some music. So I went up and I did about half a dozen songs with um, a couple of the other guys in the band, and, um, but with me fronting the band instead of being the sideman. I did, uh... You got me running You got me hiding You got me running Hide, hide, run Any way you want me to go Yeah, yeah, yeah You got me doing what you want Baby, what you want me to do I did. Don't bogart that joint, my friend. 
and a few other songs that they knew. They knew that song from, from Easy Rider, and they knew, obviously, Jimmy Reed songs they knew. And I, But it was just the energy of it, you know? And uh, I got done with the set, and I went downstairs, and I hear this stomp, stomp, stomp. And the promoter came down and said, you have to do another song. <laughs> so I went up, and people are lighting matches and stuff. And, <laughs> and I thought to myself, why well, be a side man? I have a very, very special guest in studio with me, John Hall from the band Orleans. Well, you know, I'm a boatman myself. I host Nautical uh -huh. Talk Radio here every Sunday. Great. And, uh, I, I Are see. you a sailor or a powerboater? Uh, I'm both? a powerboater, but I, uh -huh. I wouldn't mind learning how to sail. Uh -huh. well, <laughs> uh, but I see you, you do have some nautical songs as well. I've been both a sailor, boat, sailor. I've been a sailor most of my life, and then the last couple of years I had a powerboat too, which I unfortunately sold. Because I also have a daughter in college. Ah. <laughs> so <laughs> I turned it into tuition. <laughs> but like wings, you can fly from things. Run before the wind, Lord, let it blow. Let it rock me slow while I sleep below. Dreaming dreams that only sailors know. Uh, do, you, do you ever get to, uh, you know, do any composing or any uh, sailing uh, with your friends? Uh, oh, yeah. You know, like, I mean, famous friends like James Taylor. Well, I was actually on a <laughs> chartered sailboat with James and Carly back when they were a couple. And the, Johanna and I went down and uh, spent uh, some time with them in the Caribbean. That was a you know, wonderful time. And I've been out. I mean, you know, in Woodstock, there's... Look, Robbie Dupree, my friend who played the harmonica on Love Doesn't Ask, has a, a little juice and snack bar called the Oasis at the Rondout Yacht Basin, which is the big marina in Kingston, New York, on the Hudson River. And he just did that this year. He got a, an idea that he was going to start this, you know, he was going to have this Caribbean snack bar with a thatched <laughs> roof and coral and, and green paint. And it looks like you picked it up out of the Virgin Islands and plopped it down in New York State. It's How's so funny. he doing? He's doing great. Yeah. He's doing great. There's a swamped with business and... Uh, I can imagine. Well, uh, five gold hit songs, uh, still the one, one of them, and of course, Dance With Me. You yeah. have your guitar right in front of you, uh, John. Let me just hear a little riff. Well, All I, I had to hear you do that first strum. Oh, yeah. And I recognize it. Something funny about this song is that I was sitting around the house playing this lick. It started out as kind of a raga, like... I was just kind of noodling on the guitar and jamming with myself. And Johanna was in the kitchen puttering around, you know, making a sandwich or whatever. And, and I started going... And she called from the other room, That sounds like Dance With Me. And I went... Are you sure? Could we come up with something a little more unusual than that? So ten minutes go by, and she says, "It really sounds like dance with me." And I went, um, "Keep thinking, keep working on it. Maybe there's something that's not quite so obvious, you know." And uh, after a while, I realized she was right. So um, listen to the women. <laughs> that's my point. Wow, ladies and gentlemen, John Hall has been my guest tonight. I, I, I have a mega superstar right here in the studio at WATD. John, thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you can uh, just imagine. He, all he had was that acoustic guitar in front of him and playing all those songs. All right, let's take a break and we'll be checking in with our meteorologist, uh, Mike Redden. Is he on the line now, Jess? Okay, we'll be back with Mike Redden after these words. I'm speaking with Captain Ethan Moss from CETO South Shore. CETO operates year-round. We are operational year-round. We don't have a, a season, per se. How does a person join CETO? To join CETO, you go to CETO.com or you call our 800 number, 800-4-CETO. CETO offers boat insurance? Uh, marine insurance policy, competitive in the marine market. Does CETO have an app for people with smartphones? Yes, CETO offers a free boating app that has a number of different services in it, including weather, tides for your local area, as well as being able to call CETO directly for assistance. All your captains, CPR trained? All of our captains are first aid and CPR trained, Coast Guard licensed, and get extensive on-the-job training. What about CETO coverage for tow vehicles on land? We do have a trailer care package that would cover you on the highway. I'm speaking with Captain Ethan Moss from CETO South Shore. It's always a pleasure to see the bright yellow boat when you're in distress and, and need help. Absolutely. The, the yellow CETO boat coming over the horizon must be a welcome sight to a lot of people on the water. 
Brian Dwight. He's from SouthshoreDryDock.com. Our main business is the boat sales, and we'll continue. We've decided to open a very well-stocked new marine supply store in Situate Harbor, something that was always needed in the area. So we kind of know the right things to have on a boat, the right products that we think folks should have. Batteries, bilge pumps, bottom paint, stainless hardware, water sport. We're also going to be a Garmin reseller, a Fusion Stereo reseller, Canyon Coolers. Our everyday prices should beat all the other everyday prices. SouthShoreDryDock.com. How is this virus affecting things in Situate Harbor? The store is open and keeping it super clean and keeping the, the six-foot rule going on. So it's, uh, it's a perfect time for people that can't get to work and their time to get some, some stuff done in their boats. We've actually been doing local deliveries. People have been either calling in, emailing, or sending us a text. And we've been dropping stuff off either at their boat yard or at their house. What are your hours? We're going to open up seven days a week. And again, if people don't want to leave their house, call us at 781-834-9790. One of the guys here can uh, can drop it off within a reasonable distance of the harbor. It sounds perfect for anybody who has their boat stored in their own backyard. Or it's at a yard that lets you do you work on your own boat. They want to get ready. They know the summer's right around the corner. How are boat sales? You know, people still able to get financing? Yeah, the financing's not an issue. We always wanted to have a brokerage office in Situate Harbor. We have one in New Bedford. We have two in Plymouth. Call us at 781-834-9790. SouthShoreDryDock.com. And it's nice to have everyone on board with us this morning. Now, along the north and south shores of Boston, the tide is on its way in. It'll be high tide at 2.31 this afternoon. Today, sunset 7.52. Tomorrow, sunrise 5.25. And here's our meteorologist, Mike Redden, with his latest forecast. Ahoy there, Mike. Ahoy, Captain Lou. Well... 34 degrees was the record for a cold temperature in in Boston. Did we break it, or will we break it? Uh, we're going to get pretty close. It's going to get down to near freezing. In fact, actually, it's going to get... Um, this morning, it was certainly close to freezing. It won't be as bad tomorrow morning. Temperatures getting down into, well, 44, 45 degrees for a low, but certainly a near record breaker across all of uh, north, the whole really northeastern part of the country. Record cold air mass set in some spots and also a little bit of wet snow uh, along with that storm. And now we're just left with windy conditions and overall a decent week coming up. But we will be spending the first half of the week for the most part a little bit below normal. We should be about 64 degrees this time of year and it's going to be uh, more along the lines of the mid to upper 50s. But we will be improving as the week goes on. Marine forecast for today, very blustery westerly wind, 10 to 20 knots, gusting up to 30, maybe even 35 knots. Sea 2 to 4 feet visibilities better than 7 miles. Monday winds will swing around more to the south at 10 to 20 knots. Seas 2 to 4 feet visibilities less than 3 miles and scattered showers and thunderstorms during the afternoon. And Tuesday winds will return to the west 10 to 20 knots. Seas 2 to 4 feet visibilities better than 7 miles. We're going to be watching a weak storm system passing to our north on Monday, but that's going to drag a cold front across the region late in the day. That's going to trigger a few showers and potentially strong thunderstorms. High pressure returns on Tuesday, bringing sunshine and unseasonably cool weather for Tuesday and Wednesday. But milder conditions will return for Thursday and Friday. So with that in mind, here are the details of the forecast for this afternoon. Sunshine will gradually fade away as clouds are on the increase, while the high temperature topping off right around 59 degrees. Tonight we'll see lots of clouds. It should be dry, though, with a low of 44. For your Monday, we'll have breaks of morning sunshine. Otherwise, it will be mostly cloudy. Watch for a few showers and thunderstorms during the afternoon. Temperatures reach about 61 degrees. Tuesday, plenty of sunshine, just a few clouds mixed in. It'll be breezy and cooler with a high of 56. Wednesday, lots of bright sunshine with a high near 60. Thursday, we'll see morning sunshine giving way to increase in clouds with temperatures in the middle 60s. And we'll see some showers Thursday night into, <laughs> Thursday night into Friday. All right, Mike. Uh, 
doesn't sound that bad, and I uh, hope you're enjoying Mother's Day. Stay safe uh, where you are, and uh, be careful out there. <laughs> and uh, Jesse, uh, let's take our next break, and then we'll be back uh, with, uh, we'll come back to reality with more rules about this COVID-19 virus and how it's affecting uh, the fleet for hire. So we'll be back after these words. Hi, I'm Jim Dunphy, CEO of South Shore Bank. During this global crisis that impacts every aspect of how we do business, we continue to adapt to new ways of providing the South Shore Bank experience while maintaining the health and well-being of our employees and clients. We thank our employees and our clients for your continued loyalty and understanding during this challenging time. Thank you for using our branch drive-ups, ATMs, and face-to-face machines for your banking needs. Thank you for using our digital services such as online banking, mobile banking, and mobile deposit. Thank you for practicing social distancing and staying home as much as possible. We aren't just in our local communities, we're part of them. We value our relationship with each of you and thank you for placing your trust in South Shore Bank. We are committed to staying connected with you as we all navigate through these unprecedented times together. We are here for you. Hello, I'm Don Carrier, one of the directors at the East Bridgewater Emergency Food Pantry, located at the Union Congregational Church at 105 Pleasant Street in East Bridgewater. Our mission is to ease the food insecurities of our East Bridgewater residents. Please join us for the next food distribution, which will be held on May 13th from 1230 to 2. For more information, please visit our Facebook page or email us at ebfoodpantry at yahoo.com. Thank you. Born before the wind Also younger than the sun Yeah, the bonnie boat was one As we sail into the mystic All right, uh, let's go back in time and hear uh, last week's replay of the interview I did with Mike Piedernock, the president of the Stowagon Bank uh, Charter Board Association. I got so many emails, Jesse, that people said they were just overloaded with information from this interview. So I thought it best to, to do it again. Joining us now on Nautical Talk Radio is Captain Mike Piedernock, and Captain Mike is the president of the Stowagon Bank Charter Board Association. Captain Mike, I bet you're doing a lot of Zoom meetings these days. <laughs> yeah, Zoom is the new way, unfortunately, because of our uh, status with the coronavirus. Yes, and uh, everybody should take it serious. Things are changing by the minute, and some states are already open, and, you know, I can't keep up with what's going on, so please uh, tell us, what is the story in Massachusetts for, for charter boats and boats for hire? Recently, within the past week, uh, the, the governor put out an order that uh, for hire fishing is not allowed. Now, when the the state order at the end of March occurred, uh, at that point, there was no decision rendered whether we could fish or not fish. Commercial fishermen were considered essential. Recreational fishermen uh, could go as long as they were putting food in the table. But there was no decision made uh, concerning the four higher fleet. And at that time, we, we followed, there's federal guidelines concerning uh, how many people could go, where with a six-pack vessel or any vessel on the water, 10 people or less with six-foot uh, uh, social distancing protocols and gloves and masks and the other protocols were the only way you can go. And as you know, Lou, that can be difficult for a six-pack uh, with six people or even less than six people with a first mate and a captain on a vessel depending upon its size. Ultimately, you know, we weren't doing much up here at the time other than when this all happened, we were plagued with uh, cancellations for the April 15th haddock opening date. And then, you know, the guys more south of the Cape uh, were plagued uh, with the May 18th black sea bass opening date. People were canceling left and right, even with the fact that we still could go. This ultimately resulted in uh, the federal government and our federal representatives, such as Markey and Keating and, and so on, seeing that we got financial relief. Unfortunately, that's been a disappointment because that financial relief doesn't exactly work for the four higher fleet. So as this has moved along, we, we were going along, and then all of a sudden uh, the governor came out with the order that we could no longer fish for hire. 
that has come as a result of tremendous pressure by local towns, harbor masters, and cities in the state on, on a waterfront that had their own opinion about closures and uh, whether it should be open or closed. And uh, it didn't help any that from New Jersey to Rhode Island, those states closed the for hire fishery. So a lot of people were looking at the fact, why weren't we closed? So uh, unfortunately, that's where we stand today. It seems like it's a double-edged sword because charter boats for hire, fishing under the same rules as recreational fishermen, and now they pulled the rug under, uh, uh, from under you uh, when it comes to getting loans. I can expand upon that. Well, we're the uh, bus that takes recreational fishermen fishing. So we, we transit them to the fishing grounds, and that's what we do. Uh, you know, the federal relief programs... There was a first program that, well, there's a number of different uh, things that you're eligible for, but at first, most of the captains thought they were going to get a $10,000 check. Well, they got a $1,000 check. Then you have the next thing with the SBA Triple T loans and a few of the other loans, which it didn't exactly fit for uh, the sole practitioners or whether they're uh, LLCs or incorporated and so on. But then you also have that uh, many of our for hire fishermen are also commercial fishermen at this time. They're 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 doing a variety of things year round to make it by. So they're not technically laid off right now, but it's going to have a significant impact when things open up. And it already has had an impact because of the April fifteenth haddock opening, and we're seeing the same with uh, black sea bass. But then the answer that we hear is is that uh, I think as you know, Lou, there's a program through NOAA that if your earnings have reduced greater than 35% and you're on the water, then they're going to uh, provide uh, relief for that. Those details are yet to come, and unfortunately that is until the end of the year where, where it's needed now. Now, for hire includes if you're a, a whale watch boat, a, you know, a sailboat, or, or anything that somebody takes you out for for hire, you, you, you can't do it. Now, they did make additional changes when they closed the for hire fleet down that recreationally they specifically pointed out that if you recreationally boat or recreationally fish in a boat, that you're only allowed to uh, have your immediate family on the boat and no one else. And then they have distancing uh, and other measures there, whether you're on the boat, whether you're on the dock or so on, that have been outlined to, to uh, allow you to do such. But... The harbor masters still have the final decision in the local towns, and that, that's where there's been uh, many complaints because of the inconsistencies of what's being done. Now, I'll give you for an example, and I won't mention the town. We'll just keep quiet in that because uh, there's a lot out there about this in multiple towns, but I'll give you for instance. If, if you're a for-hire uh, individual or a for-hire uh, captain with your vessel and now you can't go because it's closed, many of them commercially fish. And I know a number of them were going to go uh, squid fishing because of the commercial squid fishery. And the local town said, no, you're here for a higher uh, vessel. You can't go. And they said, well, we have multiple commercial permits. We're allowed to go. No, we won't let you. So these type of things are occurring that unfortunately are impacting the liberty and ability of somebody to make a living where they're still going to safely follow the protocols and the procedures and requirements to, to do what they have to do. So... That's just one of many examples where there's been problems. And, and, you know, we've had some discussions that after all this is said and done, we, we do have to have some discussions about how many local officials have overstepped their authority, denying us uh, our liberty. They might even be held uh, responsible for their actions. And, of course, and again, this shows another example of divide and conquer. And I know that the Division of Marine Fisheries, was, were, they, were, they were all for you guys uh, fishing. Am I right? Yes. Said we were permitted to do it until uh, a re the recent order came down for the for-hire fleet. And, and the basis of that was is because right, right now, if you were in federal waters as a for-hire fisherman, you were to follow the CDC protocols. And that's less than 10 people, six-foot distancing measures, and other measures with masks and gloves and wiping things down. That's still in the place to federal waters, but in order to get to federal waters, you've got to go to state waters. And if the local authorities aren't even allowing you to get on your boat or get to the docks, that, that's a problem. You know, the weather certainly hasn't been that conducive for you guys either. No, and really it's a timing thing, too. If we were further down south, uh, this is significantly impacting a lot of operations down there. I mean, the striped bass have arrived in our waters. The herring have arrived, striped bass. 
and you're getting more people fishing that way. But uh, when everything's here full bore, striped bass and bluefin start to arrive and other species, that's where it's going to be interesting. What do you estimate the value of the recreational fishery for, for boats for hire to be in Massachusetts annually? If you can look at it this way, back when we were able to catch cod uh, north of the 42 latitude line, but we're now at zero cod possession. When we had we could go cod fishing as well as haddock fishing, which is you can only go haddock fishing now, not cod. I'll give you an you know, example from Green Harbor. You'd have 20, 30 boats leaving on Saturday and Sunday going fishing, and that parking lot would be full. The restaurants would be full. The marina would be full. And, uh, you know, the tackle shop would be loaded with people. Now, because we're at zero cop possession, you get few. So was there impact as a result of not having the April 15th had a closure? Yes, but it wasn't like it used to be. But now the other significant impact is May 18th with Black Sea Bass. And if you're in Buzzards Bay, Vineyard Sound, that's like somewhat like a comparison of what we would have up in Green Harbor and up this neck of the woods with cod. And their opening is the same way with a tremendous amount of boats on the water, tremendous amount of for hire boats. And people coming here to the state to go to the motels and, and go to the restaurants and go fishing. So there's a significant economic stimulus from top to bottom, but ultimately it may not happen. You know, I, I don't blame the public. There's a lot of press out there that's scaring the living daylights out of the public. They need to go to the CDC webpage and look at the reality there and the details. I personally, at this point, can't even listen to the radio or the TV because there's so much misinformation. We're all going down that rabbit hole. So go to the CDC webpage and you will see the reality. And you will see the reality of what you can do to be safe and how we can reopen up everything by following that. But aside from that, the public hears rhetoric, and then we wonder why the local officials shut shut down our access, where I don't blame them in a sense because there's so much rhetoric out there that it scares. So you got both sides of the coin when it comes to that. I'm speaking with Captain Mike Piedernock. He's the president of the Stellwagen Bank Charter Boat Association. Well, is there anything else you'd like to add? The governor's office has created a, a committee or a panel, I, I believe what it's called, that they're going to uh, review and assess uh, different operations to then provide protocol to hopefully open things back up May 8th, after May 18th or, or beyond. And we as an organization with multiple organizations uh, pro- generated a letter to recommend how to go about that for the four hire fleet. You know, it was multiple charter boat associations that did that, and it took a lot to get that letter together and get it in. And uh, we, we forwarded that recently to the governor's office for consideration to hopefully provide a, a way to get us back open and on the water. All right. We appreciate your, your work and efforts, Captain Mike. Thanks for having me on. All right, we're at 781-837-4900. If you'd like to jump on board, your, your phone call... Your phone calls are welcome. To, uh, let's take a uh, final break, Jesse, and uh, be back with maybe a phone call or two. Hello, this is Jessica Phillips at the Duxbury Free Library to remind you that you have free access to many digital resources while the library is closed, including the New York Times, Canopy, our digital streaming video service, and Libby for ebooks and e audio. If you don't have a library card, apply for an e-card through our website, DuxburyFreeLibrary.org. Thank you, and we hope to see you soon. Hello, this is Arlene, and I'm a volunteer at the Marshfield Food Pantry. We are all facing a difficult and unique situation as all of us are experiencing the effects of this crisis. It's important that our friends and neighbors know that the Marshfield Food Pantry is here during this time of uncertainty. We are open to all Marshfield residents, no questions asked. If you or someone you know is struggling to feed their families, the Marshfield Food Pantry is here to help. For more information, visit our website, marshfieldfoodpantry.org. Thank you. I'm Jim Bunnell, CEO of the Marshfield Boys and Girls Club. As the COVID-19 social distancing regulations continue, we at the Boys and Girls Club are continuing to offer Marshfield School District families free lunches and breakfasts. We're taking extra precautions with sanitation, especially with surfaces where the virus can live for an extended period of time. For more information, please call 781-834-2582. 
Hi, my name is Christine Young and I'm with the Boys and Girls Club of Plymouth. We are offering childcare on an emergency basis to the children of essential workers. There is no charge. We can accept children as young as six years old. For eligibility and applications, contact me at 508-746-6070. We are answering the call from Governor Charlie Baker to provide this service to a limited number of children. The club is following every recommendation of the CDC and the program is governed by the Department of Early Education and Care. Stay safe out there. Since 2006, we have trained over 2,300 locations from coast to coast on how to fulfill your sea burial wishes. We now depart from over 73 ports coast to coast with 86 well-equipped vessels and growing each year. Be sure to ask us where to point you to when you request your free info kit. We are properly licensed, insured, and have almost two decades of experience. We are the brand folks ask for. Give us a call today to learn more toll-free, 877-897-7700, or visit NewEnglandBurialsAtSea.com. Again, 877-897-7700, NewEnglandBurialsAtSea.com. Atlantic Boats and Wareham sells. Lund. Atlantic Boats and Wareham sells. Lund, Sea Chaser, Carolina Skiff, Striper, Twin V, and Sensation. Atlantic Boats and Wareham are dealers for outboard engines. Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Honda. Atlantic Boats sells pre-owned boats. Visit us online for our selection of pre-owned boats at AtlanticBoats.com. Atlantic Boats, Wareham, Service Department. Atlantic Boats Service Department gets the job done right the first time. Atlantic Boats has a marine store. We have a fully stocked marine store covering everything from moorings, chain, trailers, boats, topside accessories, electronics. If we don't have it in stock, we can order it. Usually have it within 24 hours. Atlantic Boats Parts Department's open Monday to Friday, 8 to 5.30, Saturday, 8 to 4, and in-season hours on Sunday are 9 to 2. Atlantic Boats on Wareham has a marina. Stonebridge Marina in Onset. The website's stonebridgemarina.com. Atlantic Boats is located. Atlantic Boats is located at 2820 Cranberry Highway in Wareham, Massachusetts, off exit 2 on 25. Visit us online at atlanticboats.com. John Reichardt, you're a marine surveyor. What's the name of your company? Captain John Marine Surveyors. How is this virus affecting your business? I'm staying safe with masks, gloves, and sanitizing. Tell my listening audience what a marine surveyor does. For a purchaser, it's much like a home inspection. You check the plumbing, the wiring, make sure the vessel is structurally sound, up to code, the blowers, the bilge pumps, uh, the electrical systems, make sure everything that's on board works. What about electronics? Test all the electronics, make sure that everything's operating properly, the uh, depth sounder, radar, GPS, chart plotters, autopilot, VHF radios. Are there different societies that people have to belong to to become a, an accredited marine surveyor? The two most common, SAMS, Society of Accredited Marine Surveyors, and NAMS. Do you belong to either uh, one or both? I belong to SAMS. Speaking with John Reichardt, Captain John from Captain John Marine Surveyors. And John, do you have a website? It's CaptainJohnMarineSurveyors.com. Telephone number is 508-813-4053. Everybody stay safe. Stay positive and test negative. We got smooth sailing, sailing. Looks like every drop of rain is gone, gone, gone. Smooth sailing. Sailing, yeah. All right. We're at 781-837-4900, or you can send me an email at nauticaltalk at AOL.com. And I did get a, uh, an email from one of our Southern Florida boaters who says, uh, Captain Lou, it was a great interview with John Hall, and I'm enjoying listening to your program today. Been out in a boat in Southwest Florida, and an incredible, incredible number of boaters are out there. And a friend said that he's never seen so many boats in the waters around Cape Coral. Well, I'm glad that they're out in the boat using the water. I hope they're, they're being safe, playing, playing safely. <laughs> 781-837-4900. We have anybody, uh, Ed, on the line? Uh, Jesse, let's, let's speak to Ed. Oh, Hello. Hey. How yeah. are you there, Ed? Go ahead. Yeah. I got the song. Oh, this is Ed, my songwriter. Yep. Okay. Well, what's no? Tell me first. Uh, the song is 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 it nautical, Ed? 
Yeah, I got my um, guitar in my head right this moment. All right, let's let's go for it. Let's see if you can. Let's see if a pad okay. makes the grid. Okay. Here it goes. All right. He's getting his guitar ready. He's got the guitar today. I, I, I thought he was underwater. He's going real nautical. <laughs> okay. And you're you still with us? Yeah, he's there. Yeah. I think we're going to go to his guitar. This builds up the suspense. Gold. They can't do that anymore. The moment was too high. Let's get it. Go check with this sound guy. All right. Well, I guess uh, Ed. I think we might have lost you. Let's call back. That's too bad. I was ready for. I was ready. I know, Ed. Ed, are you there? I'm glad we got you back. <laughs> we can't. I think we lost him. Uh, all right, we got to cut him off because we can't have a conversation with him. It's too bad. I think he said he had a dead fish in his goldfish tank. That's, a, that's terrible news. Uh, Everything just went real downhill bad. real yeah, fast here, Captain Lou. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry we couldn't call you back. We couldn't talk to you, Ed. That was the problem. It was going to be the new theme song. Yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Well, we tried. We tried. If now remember what uh, here's some a list of important websites, and the most important one is the uh, official U.S. Centers for Disease Control website, and that is cdc.gov. Center for Disease Control, cdc.gov. Check that out. And uh, for Massachusetts, the official COVID-19 site for all updates and information. Well, you'll have to Google me. That's the one with that crazy link. Why couldn't they simplify it? Mass.gov slash info hyphen details slash COVID-19 uh, updates and information. Now, Google me or send me an email and I will send you the link. That's the best way to do it. I'm, I'm really surprised the state couldn't come up with a, a simple, a simplified website for such important uh, information. All right, well, that's a wrap on today's program. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. I see uh, David Cergioni working his way into the newsroom. He's going to have the latest local nautical news, followed by national and worldwide news from Westwood One. Again, send me an email at nauticaltalk.com. Check out our Facebook page and our website, nauticaltalk.com. And make sure you come back on board next Sunday morning between 11 and noon. It'll be for more award-winning Nautical Talk Radio. Don't forget our, our iPod, too. iPod. Uh, Jesse? iTunes. iTunes, thank you. Go to iTunes and listen to our new podcast. All right, that, this is it. This is Captain Lou. Good job, Jesse. Farewell. We're off and clear. I'm sorry it's ending.